Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Today is another Streets of the World segment, and I'm taking you to Detroit, Michigan. It's not the first time we go to Detroit on the show, because I did a um, Urbex special, uh, well, a few, quite a few episodes ago, since we're over 100 at this point, uh, and... Uh, it was more about urbex and general general tips about urbex photography, not just in Detroit. So I'll link that show to the show notes. But today it's pure street photography. And your guide for this adventure is street photographer Andrew Shields. Welcome, Andrew. Hello, Valerie. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for, uh, for coming on the show. And uh, before we hit the streets of Detroit with you, please tell us a little bit about yourself and your photography. Sure. Well, uh, I've been shooting since I was a teenager. Uh, I started uh, in high school. Uh, darkroom access back then was a thing. <laughs> uh, you know, learned to to love it back then. And and as as film transitioned to digital, uh, I, I moved away for a time uh, from shooting. And uh, as as mirrorless cameras came into to favor here, you know, a few years back. Uh, I, I picked up, uh, you know, an APS-C mirrorless camera and used it a little bit uh, as, you know, I started a family with my wife. At that point, someone had mentioned, you know, hey, you know, you can adapt these these older lenses to uh, these mirrorless cameras and, and use those. And I said, oh, you can. And all of a sudden, uh, it just uh, sparked in me what I had felt as as a teenager and, and what I loved about photography. And, and from then on out, it's... Uh, it's been progress ever since. I, uh, I, I shoot quite a bit. Uh, I do some professionally. Uh, it's not currently my, my main profession, unfortunately, but uh, I'd like it to be someday. Awesome. So what do you shoot for paid gigs? Uh, a lot of event type coverage. Mm -hmm. uh, there's uh, some bars in the city uh, where I'll go in and shoot candidly, um, you know, mixing drinks, people at the bars, that that type okay. of thing. So and things then, they'll use on their website and such. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, social signal type type uh, coverage. That's awesome. And perfectly fitting for a street photographer. Yeah, it really is. It, it, it definitely helps. And it, it, the, each discipline feeds off of each other. And when I do more of those shoots, I want to shoot more street. And as I shoot more street, I want to do more of those shoots. So that, that's right. It's been, it's been great. That's awesome. And so uh, when uh, when did when did you pick up the street photography bug? You know, to be honest with you, Valerie, it was really upon hearing your podcast. Wow, uh, I'm flattered. Yeah, well, <laughs> well I appreciate uh, you doing it. Um, I had been listening to this week in photo, and uh, when you know it was it was announced that you were going to start your own show, I said, you know, I've I've heard a lot about this street photography, and I've I've seen a, a fair bit, but uh, you know, I should check this out. And as I, I heard your guests talk about, you know, some of the challenges that they that they faced and and uh, some of the ways that it helped them even grow as individuals, uh, I really thought, you know, this is something that I, I would like to try. I, I am uh, I'm an introvert by nature and uh, going out and trying to challenge myself to to put myself in a position where I may very well be having you know conversations with strangers and meeting new people. Uh, was really attractive to me, uh, although a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, it's proved to to be to be great. Uh, in particular, there was a, an episode you did with Mark Rearson where he talked about his uh, stranger portraits, yep. and uh, I just I just thought that 
you know, hearing him interviewed that it was just such an honest, you know, raw, you know, interview. And uh, I actually reached out and uh, we, we stay in contact over social media at this point. But but he he was an inspiration as well. Yeah, Mark is a great guy. And that that episode resonated with a lot of people because of his uh, he was so candid about yes. his uh, his experience. And uh, yes. well, I uh, have to uh, put a note to uh, link this uh, this show on your show notes as well so that people can go back and listen to it because uh, I have to catch up with Mark. It's been a few months now because the show is uh, about two years old already. Yeah, right. <laughs> his, book, his book is out too, you know, that he published the, the book on The Stranger Project. Yes, so that's yeah. right. Yeah, and I wrote the... Um, the uh how do you call it forward yeah, on forward. it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It did a great job yeah so awesome so uh detroit well most of us yes. will probably fly into detroit anything we need to uh worry about at the airport is it worth spending a little bit of time is it a cool airport i yeah. <laughs> was there or was there a few times on layovers only yeah. uh when uh when there were no well because i'm in minneapolis and going to europe often um I had to make layovers and uh, Detroit soon became one of the airports that I tried to avoid. So I would do the layover in Amsterdam or instead. But now I have direct Minneapolis to Paris twice a day. So I'm happy I don't have to do any layovers. So uh, tell us a little bit about the Detroit airport. Well, it depends, you know, which terminal you get there. There is a newer terminal, the McNamara terminal, which uh, those are usually pretty cool. Exactly. Yeah. And it does have some really interesting architecture, some really interesting, you know, light tunnels and, and whatnot. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to do much shooting, uh, in Detroit. Uh, the flying I've, I've done out of the city, uh, has been in the older terminal and, uh, just really haven't had the time I'd like to spend to, to sneak around and shoot. Like I'm, I'm jealous of so many street photographers who I see spend time in airports and get great silhouette shots and, you know, the people in suits and whatnot. I, I'm a big fan of, but, uh, I haven't had a lot of chance to spend shooting inside the airport, but I do know that the the McNamara terminal uh, does provide some some opportunity. But then uh, that's the thing: new uh, the airports uh, are usually set up that you actually have to have a flight to yes, get correct. to access those cool areas. Although uh, newer airports like Indianapolis that was built, and I I was just so struck how beautiful the Indianapolis airport is, and it's one of the it's been rated one of the top airports in the country uh, for architecture and how pleasant it is. And it's it was built after 9-11. So they're set up to have some of the areas open to the public, whereas the older airports, uh, they had to reconfigure them so that the public now doesn't have access to most of the airports. So, uh, so as the newer airports are being built, they're being built completely differently. And I learned that from uh, my good friend Steve uh, in Indianapolis when I uh, was doing a talk there. It's like, oh, what? I didn't expect to see such a cool airport. And it's <laughs> because it was built after 9-11 that they configured it completely differently. So you can actually go into the airport without having to catch a flight and shoot some of the really cool architecture and glass and everything. So, Oh, that sounds great. So, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll have to, to check out that new terminal and see what kind of access I can. <laughs> yeah, go there and <laughs> let us know. <laughs> sure. So how easy is it to get from the airport to the downtown area? It's quite easy, Valerie. It's uh, The airport is off of Interstate I-94, and uh, you can get into the city off of I-94 as well. So it's it's a simple cab ride. Uh, or, you know, rental car services are, are available all around the airport, of course. 
you're looking at maybe a, a 20 to 25 minute drive to, to be in the heart of the city from the airport. Okay, so where do I want to stay if I'm in Detroit? Um, I know a lot of people a little nervous about Detroit. I uh, said, is it safe? And yeah, sure. I have more and more friends in Detroit and uh, yeah. I want to go and visit because uh, yeah. there's so much to for street photographers or urbex photographers. That's kind of the place yeah. to be. Yeah, maybe maybe we should address the the safety issue because I'm yeah. sure that it's a bit of the elephant in the room. Yeah, the the areas that I'm going to recommend today for street photography in and around the city of Detroit are are highly populated, very safe areas. And I realize that we may be speaking in relative terms, but I've spent, I mean, hours upon hours in the city at at all times of the day and at all days of the week. I've encountered next to no negativity or, or unsafe situations uh, during the, the time that I have spent. And again, even even late in the evening, uh, I'm oftentimes shooting by myself. Um, I don't attempt to hide my gear. I do shoot with a fairly, you know, fairly smaller camera. I'm not I'm not carrying around uh, what appears to be very valuable, you know, in my hand. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I'm unaware of any instance of people having trouble. I I can say that I I guess I take a security measure. I use a small leather wrist strap that I I have around my wrist, so, so no one sure. no one would be able to just simply snatch my camera out of my hand. Um, but I've never had an instance where I felt that, that I was in, in danger at all. Um, I, I can't say that I could recommend in good faith going, you know, venturing into any random neighborhoods. Uh, at this point, I think that although there are certainly safe neighborhoods, I don't think someone visiting the city should just roll the dice and say, I'm going to go over there. I, I see some interesting <laughs> buildings or, or maybe abandoned houses. And I'd like to, I'd like to shoot there. I, I don't recommend doing that. However, yeah, you have to yeah. know the area, talk with locals to get a yes. feel for the place like anywhere else. Yes. And I, and I would say also that the areas that we speak about today are going to provide a lot of different feels and a lot of different types of street photos. And, uh, I don't, you know, I understand wanting to shoot in neighborhoods that that's all fine and, and good, but this would be more of a, more of an urban setting. The, the areas we'll speak about today. Okay, cool. So let's get started. Sounds great. Uh, You'd asked, you'd asked about uh, where to stay. I, I would probably recommend the area around the Greektown Casino. Okay. Uh, the Greektown area in general is a very interesting uh, space to shoot. Uh, I particularly like shooting it in the evening. So if you're coming back to your hotel after a long day of shooting, particularly after the sun's gone down, uh, the, the streets where Greektown is located are actually blocked off. Uh, the, the police will barricade them and it, and it gives a, a real sort of uh, new, you know, new Orleans feel uh, to the area. There are people out in the streets just everywhere. It's, it's large crowds of people, live music. Uh, there, are, there are buskers for, for folks who enjoy shooting, shooting street buskers. Um, all kinds of things going on. Sometimes there's uh, people on the corners, you know, telling, you know, maybe talking about religion and things like that mm -hmm. while, while people are partying and, you know, it makes for some interesting juxtaposition. Uh, so I, I would recommend staying there as there's a hotel connected to the casino, uh, whether, whether the person's interested in, in going to the casinos or not, it's a, it's a really nice area and it's, it's fairly central to some of the other areas okay. that I would also recommend checking out. Cool. Yeah. So, so that would be Greek town. Again, I, I, I prefer to shoot Greek town after dark. Uh, 
it's it's more it's more bustling i mm-hmm. suppose than but uh if we were going to start our day i'd probably start our day particularly on a on a saturday if someone were to come in for the weekend down in detroit's eastern market district okay um like other market districts and other large cities across the world uh there tends to be a lot of action very early on in the morning uh of course you can catch fantastic light uh you'll get vendors moving products around uh, there are a number of, of, you know, large factories doing meat processing and, and things like that. So you, you get, uh, people pushing carts and, and in their aprons and unloading boxes and, and with really long shadows and, and, and fantastic light. And as the, the morning continues, then you get a large amount of people that come into the city from all around, not just the city, but the suburbs as well. Eastern markets are real destination, uh, particularly in the summer months, you know, sp- spring through fall and uh, fantastic area. Uh, another thing that Detroit's Eastern Market has become somewhat world known, for, world renowned for is uh, commissioned murals on the walls of the buildings. Yes, uh, I've seen some of those. They're yes. awesome. Yeah, there's actually an event coming up in September. Uh, last year was the first time that it was a formal event. But uh, it has been announced for this year as well. Uh, it's the event is called Murals in the Market, and it's occurring between September fifteenth through the twenty third. So there's quite a few days there to try to catch what's going on, and and they literally bring in these artists from all around the world. Uh, you know, last year I had a conversation with a gentleman from New Zealand. Um, you know, and there's also homegrown uh, Detroit artists. It, it's a really great event. It brings thousands of people they just fill these streets and, and alleys and and there's music going on and and uh, you know street performers i uh <laughs> there was someone pulling a pulling uh we'll call it a, a vehicle through the streets that had a, a large propane torch cannon attached to it throwing fireballs into the air <laughs> um it, it it was a but but at the same time everyone very well behaved i i you know i saw no no trouble whatsoever just so many people having a great time and, and these fantastic backdrops. Um, I, I will admit that I'm into to taking photographs of you know, with the fishing method. You know, I like to I like to find the background and wait uh-huh. for the perfect subject. And Eastern Market is fantastic for that time, that type of shooting. That's awesome. Yeah, more and more cities are doing those. And I think yeah. it's great. I mean, I know Minneapolis has commissioned quite a few. Uh, we have this huge mural of uh, our native uh, here, Bob Dylan from Minnesota and a, ah. a, from a really famous artist. Now, I can't remember his name, but... Um, and it's a huge, huge mural. And then uh, Chicago, that same artist actually has done a few in Chicago uh, more recently. So um, I think those are great events and well, great projects for cities, I think, to, yeah. uh, to, to use that space and, and add some art. So. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit in general has really embraced that 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 street art and these these commissioned murals. The Compuware Building, right in the the heart of the the downtown district, in an area we call Campus Martius, uh, has has two enormous murals on on the building that that really stand out. The the one was done by uh, by Shepard Ferry, who's you know probably you know one of well, certainly one of the most uh, known street artists, you mm-hmm. know, 
today. So working today. And, uh, whenever, whenever you do a search on Instagram for, you know, De- De- Detroit photos, you can't help but see photos of, of that mur- that mural on that building. It, it really stands out. That's so, awesome. Oh, that's yeah, uh, another reason why I want to go to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, after spending a, a morning down there in the Eastern market, uh, I'd recommend, you know, just taking, you know, right down the street there will take you into the heart of, uh, of our downtown district. Uh, literally five minutes away or, a, or a 15 minute walk at, at most. If you decide to walk again, a very safe walk from, from Eastern market to the, to downtown proper. Uh, that would bring things like Campus Martius Park. Uh, you'll find families playing. Uh, they set up things like basketball hoops and volleyball nets. And uh, there's ping pong tables uh, set off to the side. It's, uh, it's, it's really an area that, that Detroit is set up to be very family friendly. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll just find all kinds of things happening in the heart of Campus Martius uh, really year round. In the wintertime, they, they set up an ice skating rink as well, which uh, it's a, a bit of a challenge for some panning shots and, and some really fun stuff. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah, you do have a very harsh winter. Um, yeah. and I can relate to that. So it takes a little more creativity for the street photographer in those, uh, in, during the winter season. And whether you're in Detroit or in Minneapolis, you have yes. to be more creative. <laughs> yes. It's our, it's our, it's a street photographer's off season. That's for sure. <laughs> that's when you travel to yeah. warm places if yeah. you can. <laughs> yeah. I took, I took, it's funny you mentioned that I went down to Campus Martius last winter with, uh, with a film camera that I had procured and, uh, I wasn't able to, to fire the shutter once the shutter was frozen oh no <laughs> yeah i yeah. ended up taking one long exposure <laughs> and uh and and we deal with uh you know even with digital you know with i never had problems with my my canon gear you know and i was in sub-zero fahrenheit uh all the time because i did a lot of uh nature uh even wildlife photography back in the day and uh but now on the streets with my uh <laughs> my fuji gear and those little batteries whoa they don't last very long so that's when you yeah. need at least um an extra battery more than usual <laughs> yeah i suffer that same mirrorless battery uh, curse myself so yeah. I, i hear you there the cold will drain them that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yes, it will. Um, however, if you were to be interested in escaping the cold while down in the Campus Martius area uh, in downtown proper, Detroit has some fantastic, very old architecture. Some of the most beautiful buildings, uh, you know, that the United States has to offer are, are located in that area. In particular, the Guardian Building Uh Really, I mean, one street off of, you know, Campus Martius proper uh, is where you'll find the Guardian building that just has this amazing, colorful architecture, the, you know, from from floor to ceiling. Uh, it's, it's just incredible. The, the colors and, and patterns and geometry, uh, the elevator shaft, you know, everything is is you know, just beautiful metals and, and fantastic lighting. And security guards inside are very friendly. They, they don't keep you from shooting. Um, I was down with a friend uh, a couple of weeks ago and then the security guard just wanted to talk about our cameras because he was a photographer as well. That's all, yeah, that's, that happens to me a lot too, which is yeah. kind of cool. You never know when a security guard comes to you and you're like, okay, yeah. is he, does he want to talk about the camera or does he want to tell me to leave? <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you know, I've had uh, even almost entirely positive experiences with, with security guards and whatnot in the city, yeah. which might be worth mentioning that it's not just that I've had, you know, positive experiences. They genuinely seem 
to have an interest in, in, you know, the, our city's rebirth because Detroit really is going through mm-hmm. a rebirth right now. And, and it just, you just have this feeling of, of everybody being on board and it, and it goes as far as, as the people working security, because there is a very strong presence of, of, you never feel like there's not, uh, someone within, you know, almost eyesight uh, able to help you if you needed some help. So, uh, which really sort of, uh, you know, keeps you from needing any help because there is such a presence, but everyone very friendly, I should yeah. say. Yeah. I think people are very proud of their city. That's the feeling I always yeah. get when I talk from, uh, can I talk with people from Detroit? They're very proud. They're very excited about what's happening right now yes, and yes. how it's the, the rebirth, as you call it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, in, in my lifetime, you know, I've, I've been going into the city since I was a teenager where I would go to small venues to see, to see bands play. And, you know, you'd have this small thing or that small thing happen and you'd say like, is this, is this it? Is, is the city going to come back? And it, you know, inevitably it, it wasn't, uh, this, this is the real deal. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're seeing, we're seeing things we've never seen and, and there's just no question about it. It's a, it's a massive undertaking, but, uh, you know, it is on its way. And, and again, these areas that I'm suggesting that people visit are, are all areas that were on, on the cutting edge of, of this rebirth. So people would be able to see all the things that are happening. Yeah. Sometime all it takes is for everybody to believe it and yeah. then participate and, uh, and stand behind that because uh, if people start giving up or moving out, then then there is nothing that can be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 there was you know there was decades of an exodus, and mm-hmm. and that exodus has has turned around, and and now you're seeing in particular young people moving into the city, uh, young couples with families uh, who not only come into the city but who are investing in the city, buying properties, rehabbing the properties, and not just bulldozing them and then erecting modern structures, but rehabbing these old bones and, and, you know, cultivating with, with respect, you know, new structures or, or building onto them in the, in the spirit of the original structure. And, and these spaces are, are being, you know, leased out and occupied by small business owners who are doing fantastic things, you know, um, It's really great to see. And all of those spaces make for great backdrops mm-hmm. just to street photography as for well. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one, of the, one of the areas I might recommend visiting uh, after Campus Martius would be uh, Detroit's Corktown area. Uh, that used to be home to Tiger Stadium. And, and really, as, as a child, that was one of the only areas anyone ever went. Oh, yeah, <laughs> when I suppose. Went, when, you, when you went to the city, it was, it was Tiger Stadium or maybe Joe Louis Arena. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that area has, a, has an older feel to it. Uh, you'll find, you know, brick-paved streets, which, of course, is a, is a beautiful uh, anchor to, to street photography. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't get to see too many brick-paved streets True. anymore in, in America, certainly not in larger cities. Uh, but lots of bars and restaurants along Michigan Avenue there in, in Corktown. And in, uh, you know, early evening, people going out to dinner, you'll find people outside of those, those bars and restaurants and sort of milling about, uh, smoking cigarettes, which of course I'm a big fan of, you know, and not to endorse smoking, but, uh, nothing, nothing adds to a street photo. Oh, like, I <laughs> like so agree with you. It seems like everybody's always so shocking when I say that. I said, well, I just love being in Paris because yeah. at least people smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, what do you mean? I said, well, instead of yeah. always being buried on their phone, at least there's smoke. And when you smoke, I think people are more likely to daydream a little bit more. And yeah. 
yeah. makes for much more interesting subjects. So. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, it, it, yeah. The best thing is if you can you can catch a real cigarette and, yep. and someone not on their phone at the same time. Uh, exactly. And then the the sun behind the smoke, and you yes. have this really cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's very. I hear feel. you. I hear yeah. you. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's maybe it's the it's the positive that comes from that's from right. Smoke. Yeah, there we go. We we found it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so so yeah, Corktown is a great place, and and it's also if you were headed down, you know, to shoot with friends, uh, fantastic, you know, restaurants and bars. Uh, you know, one in particular place I'd recommend that can make for some great street style shots would be a bar called the Sugar House. That's a uh, like a pre prohibition style bar. And uh, they make a number of, of classic drinks that some of which involve fire uh, while they're mixing them. And it's not uh, cheesy, you know, uh, showy. And I don't know how, how to describe it. It's it, more it's authentic. Just, it's very authentic. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it doesn't it doesn't have a commercial feel in any way. These are these are people who, who love making drinks and, and people who really love that that culture and uh you can get some really interesting shots inside that bar i will warn you it is dark 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 <laughs> so <laughs> but, crank uh, up that iso <laughs> oh my goodness yeah but th- that's what black and white is for right that's now. right yep <laughs> what do you shoot with i forgot to ask you you know i uh i i shoot with uh a couple of different sony mirrorless bodies i i own an a6000 and an okay. a7 um I, uh, I mainly, I mainly have those as, you know, boxes with a sensor in them. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, vintage, uh, vintage manual lenses and, uh, I use adapters and, uh, I, cool. I, I, yeah, I shoot a Sony, I shoot a Sony because, uh, you know, they were the easiest and least expensive for me to adapt yeah. a, a lens onto with a full frame sensor. And they're, they're a good camera. The, uh, the a6000 is a, yeah, I've had the was... chance to play with it. It's a good little camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was the the camera where I started shooting more seriously with, and uh, I, I've been on to the to the A7 here just for for the last uh, seven or eight months. But but yeah, uh, I, I, they they work fine. Like I said, I. Uh, I, I'm mainly uh, I, I'm more interested in these old lenses than yeah. I am the camera body. So whatever so. they fit on is, is works for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Whatever I can, whatever I can slap an adapter onto, and, and they make uh, they make that Sony E mount in almost any adapter okay. you can. You fifteen bucks on you know Amazon, and you're good to go. So. Oh, that's awesome! Cool. Oh, yeah, but uh, but yeah. So uh, again, you know, food and drink in in the Corktown area is highly recommended and uh, easily found, and, and plenty of shooting opportunities there as well well. Um, another really interesting area that's been seeing a lot of revitalization is the cast corridor, as we call it. And that goes a little bit north of the city, but again, not, not, unreachable, not unreachable by foot or one of the many bike rental services that, that are offered in the city. And up the cast corridor, you'll find uh, the Wayne State University campus. Uh, and of course, while school is in, you're going to find students all over the place. Uh, which make for great subjects. There is some beautiful, more modern style architecture on on the campus there to shoot uh, for those who are into the architectural sort of street, you know, mixing of of, of genres, which of course can be very interesting. Um, you'll find uh, new Detroit establishments, uh, Third Man Records, which is a record store that was founded. Uh, by Jack White from the White Stripes, which of course is a Detroit native, and always interesting people around those record stores. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. Valerie. Yeah. yeah, and and one of their neighbors is Shinola, which is a Detroit-based uh, watchmaker. 
who does some really interesting things and has been very positive for, for the city. And, and, and that facility is, is beautiful as well. I mean, you can shoot street style photos inside of that building and, uh, you know, they've got all kinds of things hanging from the ceiling and it makes for indoor street photography in a really interesting way. I can uh, tell you, you've had to, uh, to be creative in the winter month. You know, oh, all the good kidding. indoor places. <laughs> <laughs> you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah, the, the cast corridor is somewhere where, where someone can certainly spend, uh, the better part of an afternoon or, or morning shooting around, uh, very, very easily down there. Very easily dog parks in that area as well. Um, and it's only a couple blocks, uh, off of Woodward where, where we have, you know, museums, the Detroit Institute of the Arts, again, another, another indoor destination for, for street photography somewhere I've, I've taken advantage of yeah. as well in the winter months. Yeah. Um, a little bit, uh, off the beaten path. And this is a little bit more of, uh, you know, we would take a taxi, but it would only be a 10 minute taxi ride it would be uh, Detroit's Belle Isle. Uh, it is like, it sounds an, an Island, uh, located just off of, you know, the, the shore there, the Detroit river. And it's another area that's recently seen, uh, quite a bit of revitalization. Uh, these days on, on the weekends, you may even have a little bit of a line to get onto the Island and it's just crowded with people there there's a beach which you know you don't get too many opportunities for beach style street photography uh in cities like detroit but in in belle isle you do uh on, on the hot days in the summer there there are just massive crowds down by the water uh belle isle also offers um you know we've got a an aquarium uh that has this beautiful uh green tile Uh, it, they, they renovated this, this very old aquarium. It's just beautiful. Uh, and, and there's always people in there again, another, another darker location, but, uh, we all, we all know how to adapt to those situations. That's right. So. <laughs> yeah, there's also a conservatory on Belle Isle that uh, is, again, older and, and makes for more very interesting sort of street mixed with architectural shots. So right. you always see photographers around the conservatory and the aquarium. Uh, you, you can't step uh, 10 feet without seeing somebody shooting. So usually with something small and, and conspicuous, like we tend to roam around with ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's another option, uh, for, for the city there. Um, lastly, I, another area I, I recommend people check out is the, the new center area of Detroit. That's an area that's just north of downtown, uh, contains architectural bits of interest like the Fisher building, um, as well as, uh, some shops, you know, there's, there's a sort of a small mall area for, again, for the, the options in the, in the colder months. But uh, down on the streets, you're gonna, you can't turn any direction without some interesting architecture, people standing outside of buildings. Uh, that area has lots of bits that sort of, you know, connections from one building to the next, making for interesting backgrounds. Um, if you shoot from a lower angle of people, you can, you can catch these interesting bits of architecture in the background. Uh, and that's right around the, the Woodward Avenue area also. So you get quite a bit of, you know, quite a bit going on down there. Wow, that's awesome. And um, so you mentioned some um, the the event in September with the mural. 
Is there, are there any other events you would recommend during the year, either weekly or just yeah. once a year that would really attract street photographers? Yeah, actually, uh, we mentioned Cass Corridor earlier. I, I should have mentioned it then. There's an event called the Dally in the Alley. And that happens on a Saturday in September. This year, it's going to be September 10th, so you know, just about a, a month away. And that's going to bring local artists and local vendors, and they get a great turnout to to an event like that. There'll be music and and food, of course. Uh, it really it, it, it's a fantastic event that happens every year, and it has happened for for decades at this point. Um, really fantastic event. So many opportunities for great street photographs. Um, interesting lighting, interesting backgrounds. Uh, you know, you'll find, uh, lights strung between buildings down the alleys. Uh, it just really great stuff. Also another great opportunity for shooting some stuff in lower light as the sun goes down. Mm -hmm. Uh, that would be a fantastic event for that kind of, that kind of street shooting. Awesome. Yeah. Another, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Don't. Uh, Another big event that, that Detroit is known for, uh, as, as, uh, you know, sort of the birthplace of electronic music mm -hmm. is the, the movement festival that happens every year. It used to be called the, uh, Detroit, Detroit electronic music festival, but these days it's called movement. And, uh, It happens in the spring, you know, usually we're there at the end of May, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and it, you know, electronic music DJs from all over the world descend on Detroit and it brings, you know, tens of thousands of people down. And at that point, the streets are just filled with interesting characters to be shooting. Uh, people are, are dressed to impress. Mm -hmm. That's always good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Yeah, it makes for a really good opportunity. And again, with, with some of Detroit's classic architecture in the downtown area, uh, the juxtaposition between some of that old architecture and some of the, the outfits that come along with the, the movement festival can, can make for some really fun stuff. That sounds But, awesome. Yeah, ha yeah, happens every year. And, uh, that one does require a ticket for entry into the festival itself. But as any street photographer knows, all you have to do is mill around the, uh, the entrance. That's <laughs> or, right. You can do that too. It's in the city that people are everywhere. So yeah. feel free to pay to get in, but, uh, no, no ticket required really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Or, you know, had go on the outskirts of the parking lots and <laughs> catch yes. the people uh, coming and going too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so. absolutely. Wow, this has been really fun. Any last minute tip for anyone visiting Detroit for a few days? You know, uh, I just say not to not to hesitate to, to interact with the people. Uh, most folks are, are interesting or and very uh, willing to have a conversation. I should say interested and very mm -hmm. willing to have a conversation with you. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be learned. People can tell you all sorts of things. And, and as you know, once you get someone talking, then they get the face gets animated and can make for some really nice street portraits. Sure. Um, yeah, I just, uh, the main thing I, I want people to come away from uh, who are hearing this is, is that, you know, Detroit is not a city to be afraid of when it comes to shooting some street photography. You know, uh, people who live in maybe the Chicagoland area who, 
can easily come into Detroit for a weekend shouldn't feel like, you know, Hey, if I, if I come down to Detroit and shoot downtown with my camera, I'm going to be at risk. I, I, I don't, I don't think that that's realistic. And I, I hope that we could see more street photographers from you know, surrounding areas coming to our city and, and take advantage of the great people and the, and the great sites to see. That's awesome. And then, so where can people, um, get a hold of you if, uh, if they come to Detroit, then they want to ask you for some tips or even maybe meet up with you. Yeah, um, I'm most active on my Instagram uh, page, which is just A Shields Photo. And I try to post almost daily there on Instagram. I found it's a really great way to interact with people. Mm -hmm. uh, I do have a, a portfolio on, you know, on a website as well, which is just shieldsportfolio.com. But, uh, but again, I'm most, most active on, on Instagram. Instagram is pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> Have you made use of the new uh, feature yet? Yeah, I, yeah I've, uh, I've taken, <laughs> taken a shot at the, my Instagram stories. I, I was not a Snapchat user, so this is all a little bit new to me. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm... Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> I know I haven't I haven't tried it and I'm not on Snapchat. So uh but I was uh yeah, I'm intrigued. I may uh give yeah. it a shot. So. Yeah, well, I, you know, with with all of your workshops and everything, Valerie, I think that uh, I think people would love to see, you know, some stories of, of your surroundings, you know, and uh, see what adventures you're up to next. Yeah, you know? so that's true. Yeah, maybe I will try that on a on a workshop and uh, get some little uh Because they're very short, little yeah, uh, just a ten second clip. Yeah. yeah, little clip. So that could be fun. That could be entertaining. Well, yeah, I think people. Think I that. think people would love to see it. I, I you know, it's certainly, uh, you know, you, you've got a lot to offer with all the places that you visit. Um, I, I think that people would would definitely engage with that. Yeah, that's a good tip. Well, thanks again, Andrew. This has been really fun. You were super prepared, and uh, you have a wow. You have a radio voice. I'm sure other people have told you that. So uh, <laughs> you should do this because. You're very comfortable. <laughs> you should do this for a living. <laughs> I appreciate you saying that. Valerie. I'll definitely Thanks. have you on the show again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Valerie. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show. And please share on social media. And uh, check out the photos that I will be posting uh, on this episode. Uh, some of uh, Andrew's street shots of Detroit as well as, well as uh, links. So, um, and also, if you have a minute, please go on iTunes and... Uh, and leave a rating. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets. Hey.